1: Special guests tonight on the global game will be Adelaide United keeper Joe Gauci and Sydney FC midfielder Max Burgess. So as I pointed out, and Simon will be joining us soon, the currently ranked 27th Socceroos in the world will continue to have Graham Arnold uh, leading them for the next four years. So this news came out yesterday and it was rubber-stamped yesterday afternoon. The end of 2026, so it takes you through to the next end of the next World Cup cycle, but also overseeing the other levels below the Socceroos levels. And that is an important one. So, too, confirmation that Stadium Australia, so out there at Homebush, will be the opening match of the FIFA Women's World Cup. Starting in July, and it'll be Australia versus the Republic of Ireland. It was set to be at Alliance Stadium, but it was a no-brainer in the end, wasn't it? Alliance might be nice and shiny and new, however, it ain't as big as Stadium Australia and the tickets um, that will go on sale will be, and that have already been on sale rather, will be notified that there will be a change and they'll get more people. It'll be a bigger stage. So that was an obvious one. Simon Hill is on the line. Good morning to you, mate. So, Graham Arnold, the deal's done. In your opinion, good deal. Four years takes us to the end of 26.
0: Uh, It's a very good deal, particularly for Graham Arnold. (laughs) And especially if you you believe the amount of money that's uh, (laughs) been put in front of him. Uh, but yeah, look. You know, on a serious note, I think Arnie's earned uh, you know, that extended contract. Um, the, the four-year cycle obviously takes him to the end of uh, the World Cup in 2026, which will be in the US, Canada and Mexico. Um, and yeah, I, I don't think many people will, will have too many complaints after what they did in Qatar, however surprising it might have been uh, at the time. And this gives, uh, you know, the national team the chance to have continuity. The players, you know, clearly love Arnie and respect him. Uh, he, he knows the game in this country inside out. And I guess, the, you know, the other thing, and this is not being disrespectful to Arnie, but the other thing uh, from Football Australia's point of view is if they, if they weren't going to renew the contract, where else were they going to go? Yeah. Um, and domestically, I don't think there are an awful lot of other candidates that would, you know, stand out. Uh, which means you're looking at overseas, which can be disruptive, can be expensive, uh, and a, is normally a short-term fix. So I, I think it makes sense for all parties concerned. Uh, the, the one thing I, I worry a little bit uh, Ferrani, you know, on a personal level is that had he uh, gone elsewhere on the back of this, you know, his legacy would be secure. Now we all know that football goes in cycles and, uh, you know, he's king of the hill at the moment, and rightly so. If they have a poor Asian Cup, you know, he'll, he'll be back under pressure. But that's just the nature of football. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm sure Arnie understands that. He's, he's been in this game long enough to know it. And, uh, I, you know, I, th- I think overall it's it's a good uh, deal for him and a good deal uh, for the national team.
1: Jimmy Smith is going to have a chat with Graham Arnold on his show a little bit later on this afternoon, so I guess we'll get more answers. But did you hear and, – and we had this chat the other week, didn't we, about – Okay, if it's not Graham Arnold, then who for the Socceroos? But what about the flip side? If it wasn't the Socceroos for Graham Arnold, did you did you get any insight into where perhaps he he may have landed another job? Well,
0: I mean, he said he had interest in Europe and uh, in Asia, particularly I think the Middle East. Um, now, obviously, you know the Middle East has a lot of money, which would have probably made him financially secure. Whether he wants to live in that part of the world, whether he wants to. Take on a job that uh, is normally pretty volatile in that region. You know, your last six months, if you don't win, you're normally out on your ear with uh, a nice compensation package, but uh, back looking for work. So uh, I I think, you know, he would have been interested in the European gigs, and I have no insight as as to what they were. you know, I, I don't know if it would have been, for example, English Premier League. I suspect perhaps not. Uh, maybe it may be in a different league on the continent. Of course, Arnie played in Belgium for a long time um, and Holland as well. So, you know, may, maybe one of the low countries uh, clubs that maybe remember him, of course, from his playing days. And were impressed by what he did at the World Cup. We're interested. But uh, no, only Arnie knows. Yes. The truth, and I'm sure he's not going to tell people publicly <laughs> because, yeah, that will be a breach of
1: confidence. Yeah, and he's played that game. Before, I mentioned, just as you were jumping on the phone, the the move by, um, well, the FIFA Women's World Cup to put the Matildas opening match at Stadium Australia. I mean, this was a essentially a no-brainer, really, wasn't it? I mean, yeah. I, I think we all know what's going to happen. Do you think that's a fair way to put it in terms of the amount of support that will roll in when this Women's World Cup gets underway?
0: Well, put it this way, if every seat isn't sold, then uh, I'll want to know why. Uh, I I can't imagine that it'll be anything other than a sellout. I mean, you know, World Cups are once in a lifetime opportunities uh, in our sports. And uh, to have it in Australia is incredible. And of course, you know, the national team, uh, the Matildas are very popular in this country. And, you know, we we believe they've got a chance of, of having a very good World Cup. So... Uh, The other thing of course is that they're playing Ireland in that opening game and we know that there are probably uh, quite a few Irish expats who live in Australia as well. So I I don't think there'll be any issue in selling out the game and and as you rightly say mate, it's a a no-brainer. Why wouldn't you put it at the biggest stadium? Sell it out, get the tournament off to a really cracking start, and uh, and hopefully the Matildas, you know, can get the three points as
1: well. Yeah, ranked twelfth in the world at the moment, so that first one is July twenty, and and I touched on this yesterday. We didn't touch on it, but I I tried to get as much information around the one day situation as I could yesterday at Amy Park. So we know he breaks his leg, which was just horrible, snapped his leg, mm. and and there was this very specific reason why there was no ambulance there. They don't have static ambulances on-site in Victoria, a decision that was made back in 2018. Yeah. So he was getting the care, he just wasn't getting the transport within, you know, the word go. So that's the situation that's right. and that's the best way to put it. Um, I guess my initial take was something that we've also discussed as well is, well, gee, there's a bad look for that one. And and you were calling that, weren't you? So, you know, it's yeah. it's a bad look for the game, but it's all it's almost one of those situations that, I don't know how you fix or how you control or how you even plan on this may or may not happen.
0: Well, I don't think you can, to be honest. Uh, You know, all the information that's come to light, and obviously this is a situation that thankfully doesn't happen uh, too often, Mm. um, but all the information that's come to light after this event uh, was news to me, you know, I always was of. Uh, the assumption that ambulances were necessities at uh, sporting events now clearly that 's changed at least in Victoria uh, since two thousand and eighteen yeah. uh, and probably exacerbated by the pandemic where you know those ambulances are needed for life threatening situations and look that 's probably fair enough I, you know i 'm no expert in in uh, the resources of the health system. Um, although the the one thing I do know is that it's very, very good here in Australia, much better than, you know, what I was used to in in the UK, for example, and that's no slight on the NHS, by the way, it's just resourcing. (laughs) Um, But, you know, it did seem an awful long time that one day had to wait. Um, Now, uh, you know, obviously they gave him the best possible care on the ground, and I'm told, again, that the new regulations are that you have these emergency physicians that are, on the ground who are trained better than paramedics to be able to administer the, uh, the pain relief that uh, you know, the athletes need in those situations whilst they wait for the transport to arrive. Um, but I, I do remember thinking, you know, during that long break and obviously we had to talk all the way through it mm. that, uh, you know, you're thinking, well, wh- where's this ambulance? You know, it, it should be, it should be here by now, but, um, Look, I'm not going to criticize the health system, That they do a wonderful job. And, uh, you know, all, all I know or from what I've learned over the last 24 hours is that Juan Day had his operation that night in Melbourne and uh, it was a success. Uh, hopefully it was comfortable because it was it was a horrible, horrible yeah. moment. And, uh, you know, hopefully he can, he can resume his, his playing career at some point in the future.
1: Yep, yep. Well said. All right, you're back on tonight. Broski will be with you. Uh, Joe Gauci and Max Burgess, special guests on the global game. Have a good show.
0: That's it. Cheers, mate. Have a good week.
1: Simon Hill joining us there. Let's have a listen from Graham Arnold yesterday when the ink was put on the paper. Um, the four-year, was it six mil? Uh, and why he decided to stay with the Socceroos.
2: I said to JJ and, and, and the board that if I did stay on, it's something that I want to do, to leave a legacy for for men's football, but also uh, to help the kids. So, you know, again, it wasn't just a matter of just signing for the Socceroos. Yes, I looked at other clubs that I could have gone to in, 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 in Europe, had a couple of offers from uh, Middle East nations, but at the end of the day, I want to help Australia. I want to help the kids, but also, probably what inspired me the most was seeing those fan sites seeing how the soccer reunited the nation and seeing how many people love australian football and uh just to see that was uh, something again that's just driven me even more to you know help the game as much as i can over the next three and a half years not just the soccerers
1: yeah don't forget graham arnold coming up uh, with jimmy smith so a full chat with jimmy on Uh, The back of that signing yesterday, which is big news,